0: Welcome to Enrichment Today podcast hosted by Dr. Amy Christine Blancet. This podcast covers topics to build stability and find tranquility in your life. Join us to discuss topics to improve your financial health, change your limiting beliefs, improve your wellness, and so much more, all to increase your self-sufficiency. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow the Enrichment Today podcast on Facebook and Instagram and follow the Drew Lewis Foundation on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You can also check us out on our websites, enrichmenttoday.org and drewlewis.org. Now sit back, relax, and learn to break some crayons with us.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Enrichment Today. I'm Amy Blancett. I'm the founder of the Drew Lewis Foundation, and I'm faculty at Missouri State University. Today I have with me Kelly Brown, who's with the Diaper Bank of the Ozarks. Uh, She's been with them, say, a second time, but in this (laughs) last role, um, at least the the last year. Right. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So Can you tell us a little bit about your background and what brought you to the Diaper Bank of the Ozarks? Sure, yeah. My
2: first stint with the Diaper Bank, uh, I just needed a part-time gig. I was finishing my bachelor's in social work, and so I was working on my social work practicum. And then I finished my master's and came back to the Diaper Bank of the Ozarks to serve as the um, Director of Community Engagement. So I work with
1: all of our partner agencies. Yeah, and we are one of them. We're very excited to have a relationship with the Diaper Bank of the Ozarks. Um, I had met with Jill early on. Uh, She had cornered me, as she often does, (laughs) with individuals and had said, hey, this is what we do. You serve the same population. We want to give you stuff. And I was like, hey, we're best friends. Uh, (laughs) In the nonprofit world, if we can break down those silos, if we can work together and collectively serve individuals and not have these separate agendas and objectives... Man, it makes the nonprofit world so much more powerful. So, so excited to have that partnership. So those partnerships with the Diaper Bank of the Ozarks are so important to us and others in our community. Um, You guys have an amazing mission. Can you tell us a little bit about your mission and then what you do in the community to achieve and, and live by that mission?
2: Absolutely. So we, our mission statement is simply to keep babies healthy and happy by providing diapers disposable and cloth to families throughout the Ozarks that are experiencing diaper need. So diaper need is just the insufficient supply of diapers to keep a baby clean, dry, and healthy. And so we do that through collaborative partnerships like the Fairbanks um, and 113 other partner agencies in 65 counties. It's amazing. Go ahead. I was just gonna say we have a a 50,000 square mile service area and so we rely heavily on those partnerships because there's only two employees at the diaper bank. We can't possibly meet the need of families alone. Wow. So Okay. So
1: two of you in a year, how many, I know you do other resources and we'll get sure. to this, but just in diapers, how many diapers are the two of you distributing in that 50,000? 50, 50,000 square mile. Square, miles. Miles. square yes. mile. How many? So last
2: year in 2021, it was $1.2 million. This year we are budgeted for 1.4 million.
1: That is amazing. So one thing I hadn't thought to ask when we were talking about kind of the discussion of where do the diapers come from? So we have budget money, of course,
2: set aside, but community donations are huge. Uh, unfortunately, last year we only received about a third of our donated product. Um, but that's that's really helps us stretch our budget and meet sure. diaper need even more in our in our area to meet diaper need throughout that region we would actually need about 27 million diapers,
1: so. Oh wow, yeah. All right, so we got some room for growth. We do, we'll get to how the community can get involved and maybe help you reach those numbers, wonderful. So when we talk about diapers, um, it's one of those things in life that I didn't personally experience, the full strain of what it means. Um, I never had biological infant and toddler. I was a foster parent, Um, but even as a foster parent with kids and diapers, the state provides those resources, or at least reimburses for those. So my expenses, I understand that I save maybe with two kids who are mine, but not biologically, right. that I save nearly $5,000 in just, just diapers, not right. wipes, not everything else. Right. Right. But I get to go on a great vacation, or I get to put money away sure. in the tune of about $5,000 by not... Having to supply diapers, right? So families will spend between two and three thousand dollars on disposable
2: diapers. Six thousand per child. My kids are probably going to think I owe that to them. Absolutely, <laughs> I saved you money, Ma. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so yes, it's a huge financial burden for our families who are already living paycheck to paycheck in a lot of instances. Um, and then for families who use childcare, yes, they're going to work and earning money to provide for their family. But they then have to provide an even bigger supply of diapers. Childcare facilities will typically require 6 to 12 diapers for you to leave your child in childcare, and at home maybe you're only changing them 4 to 6 times, so you're providing double the amount of diapers. Wow. And if you've just started a job and haven't gotten paid yet and are having to front the cost for those extra diapers, it has to come from somewhere so that you can go to work. Right. So we started a diapers for daycare program so that diapers were not a barrier to families going to school or work. We wanted them to to have the diapers they needed so that they could do the things that would help their family. Absolutely. And so uh, the National Diaper Bank Network, in a study they did, found that families would miss two to four days of work per month simply because they didn't have diapers.
1: Oh, wow. Just because of that one tiny little thing. You couldn't drop your child off in the morning because you didn't have the diapers that you knew they were requiring. Right. Wow. So I knew that you guys had a relationship with the the uh, daycare here on site, Mm -hmm. because it was one where we were like, hey, we're a diaper bank at the Ozarks Partners. If you need them, they're like, we are as well. Yes. So it's been amazing to have, and then also with Missouri Mentoring Partnership, Mm -hmm. we have multiple organizations that are in this building that share this hub, and together, you know, all of us are able to use this resource and make sure that the families we're serving have those needs met. Absolutely. such an important thing. Yeah, we want...
2: Another reason we work with partner agencies is because we want them to get more than just diapers. We want them to get diapers and child care, diapers and food, diapers and health care. We want them connected with the resources in their community so that they're getting all the needs met for their family to thrive.
1: That totally makes sense. If we think about all of those basic needs that we have, and most conversation we're talking about... Housing, and we're talking about you know transportation to work, um, and we forget to have that conversation about what is it that I need every day for my children to be successful as yes. well. Um, diapers, wipes, those things really play a part in right. in the overall picture. Absolutely, those basic needs have to be met in order for the child to thrive, and then for
2: parents to be able to go to school or work or just meet that basic need to develop those
1: bonds with their child. Yeah, and you you know that idea of. Um, being a parent who has to make the choice of, I'm low on diapers. Mm-hmm. Uh, my child needs to have a diaper change, but I've got to stretch these. Right. Um, and as a parent, that choice sometimes has to be made. And it is a horrible feeling yes. to be in that situation and to feel that you're you know, not giving your child everything and just the, the self-talk and the failures and those things we begin to feel... Um, that has such an influence on the overall, like just bandwidth and quality of life that you know a parent can experience. So you guys are doing an amazing service. That's more than just keeping a child dry and clean. Um, you know, it really changes the full family dynamic.
2: It really does. Over 50% of our families have to choose again between those basic items: food and diapers, yeah. gas and diapers, a utility bill and diapers. And when you have to make those choices and you opt to get gas because you have to go to work instead of changing the diaper, then those feelings of depression and stress and just failure right. just inundate you. And yeah. it, it has much more of an impact it than, does. than
1: we initially well, There's also a sense of judgment, if you will. So we worked with a family who we got connected with you um, because the daycare was calling them Saying, um, you know, you, you, your child arrived saturated, right. and we're concerned that if this is happening regularly, um, that we're going to have to report this to neglect. Right. Um, and it's one of those where, you know, of the forms of neglect and that choice that the individuals are having to make, and then the feeling of shame um, and feeling judged when it's the best that you can do at this right. moment, your child is at least safe and happy and there's, but to feel like now you're going to be, um, yeah, it's intrusive to have someone come and judge you that way when you're just simply trying to keep everyone like safe and alive as a parent. Yeah. One of our daycares that we've
2: partnered with had, had called us to partner because they had marked a child's diaper before they sent them home for the evening. And that same morning that child came back in that same exact diaper. And not any judgment on the family at right. all. They were doing the best they could. Yeah. They just didn't have the diapers they needed. Absolutely. And so another reason we started our diapers for daycare program, we don't want that kiddo to be in a diaper for twelve to fourteen hours. Right. Nobody's gonna hold a dirty wet diaper or dirty baby wet baby in one. Yes. Yeah. And so it's it's the health and safety of the baby, but also it's so important for development. We right. need they need that interaction. Yes. And
1: so anything we can do to alleviate those barriers. Yeah. Well, I know another thing that you guys work on is cloth diapers. Yes. So my mom uh, had seven children, and we were all in cloth diapers. I have no idea how she did it (laughs) because I cannot imagine. I have changed plenty of diapers in my life, having seven siblings and lots of nieces and nephews and and as a foster parent. Um, So I realized that they can save a lot of money. They also... The disposable will have a huge influence on our environment, they so we do. know that route too. Um, but can you share a little bit about? Now you said less than five percent. About five percent of the population will will use cloth diapers, or at least be
2: interested in using cloth diapers, okay. or use them in some capacity, whether it's a hybrid or all cloth. And so it's a very small portion, but it makes a significant impact. So last year we we distributed forty cloth loan kits, so forty babies in cloth diapers and that kept 330,000 disposable oh diapers out of our landfill and allowed us to give those 330,000 diapers to another family yeah. to other families
1: so. so immediately when I think of cloth diapers I think of um, again my mother being a saint and how in the world did she do it mm-hmm. um, because it's it's messy right? there's the extra laundry or what sure. do you do with be pretty graphic here. You've got a cloth full of poo. Right. Right. And now you have to do something with it because before you just folded that thing away and threw it away and didn't have to think about it. Right. So immediately I know. So having my background in behavioral health and sciences, Mm -hmm. um, the biggest thing is perception. Right. And if I perceive it to be gross, it's a big barrier. It's going to be a lot more extra work than the benefit of maybe saving a little bit of money now a lot of money, 5,000, right. um, I, I, I kind of start weighing those, and I think, oh, disposable, it's just so easy to, to throw that away. Right. So can you explain a little okay. bit on um, how easy it actually is to sure. use
2: cloth diapers? So I, I have teenage sons, and we did disposable diapers. If I could go back in time and do cloth, I would. Um, what I've learned is that while we, we look at it, our perception is that it's harder work, it's just different work. Right. So if I'm at home and I ran out of diapers, I had to get dressed and I had to get my baby dressed and we had to get in the car and we had to unload at Walmart or Target or grocery store, wherever we went, and buy the diapers and get home. And if I ran out of cloth diapers though, I, I just start a load of laundry. Right. And so it's really just balancing what where you wanna spend your time, what's important to you. You know, the poo's gonna go in the toilet. We're just going to dump it in the toilet. You can put a little bidet sprayer on there if you want. Yes. Um, and then flush it. It goes in the same place it would when we use the restroom. Exactly. So.
0: Thank you for listening to Enrichment Today, brought to you by the Drew Lewis Foundation. At the Drew Lewis Foundation, we educate, empower, and support underserved families through personalized programs and coaching to increase the quality of life and build resilient communities. If you like Enrichment Today, make sure to follow Enrichment Today Andrew Lewis Foundation on social media and now back to the show.
1: Well, so Kelly mentions the, the bidet sprayer because before we were talking about the cloth diapers um, and I realized I had moved into a house where the, the women who had lived there before me had um, a little sprayer mm-hmm. and it just hooked on the side of the toilet and it was a quick add-on to where just anyone can literally with a wrench Put it on right above the valve, you add it, and it's a quick spray off into the toilet. And then you can just roll that up and put it in the laundry. Yep. So really, with the right resources, and that's a very inexpensive piece that can be added on to anyone's toilet at home. Absolutely. um, It's a great way to be able to save so much money to be able to easily manage the unsightly concepts we have. Although it is kind of funny that I'm totally fine using you know, baby wipes and having my hands really close and in it. Right. But when it comes to, oh, wait, now I have to spray it in the toilet. Somehow my perception is that is worse right. than just one thin little baby cloth between me and, <laughs> and the and, and, and the poo. Yes. Now, I also understand mentioning the wipes that there also is one small thing that people could do to save money, and that is to use reusable wipes. Absolutely. Like, I don't know
2: washcloth you can use a washcloth you can use some of our cloth diapers that we give out to families that maybe aren't in the best condition Mm -hmm. for diapering can be used then for a cloth absolutely the you know dollar pack of kitchen tea towels that you know aren't high quality but can totally be used yeah Yeah. reusable
1: reusable baby wipes so if you're thinking about it at all that might be one step to try to realize like okay that in alone saves quite a bit of money. And also decreases a lot of the items that are going in the landfill. It does. Those wipes, uh, you know, again, you're just like, oh, another one of those, another one, another one. Or and six. Or exactly. <laughs> and now you're six or ten into a into a diaper change. Right. Um, and not thinking about that added cost as well. Yeah, so Yeah.
2: And our cloth diaper program really is one way to end diaper need. You yes. never run out of diapers. Yes. You just have to do laundry.
1: Right. And then we mentioned, so one thing is uh, for someone who might be listening and says, yeah, okay, just do laundry. but I don't have a reliable washing machine, and I don't, um, you know, to run extra loads is Mm -hmm. extra electricity. Sure. So um, I'm concerned about those extra costs. Sure. Um, So we'd also talked about this to where, like hand washing is something that is okay with cloth diapers. It is, so we have several families that we support that do not have their
2: own in-home laundry facilities available, and so they hand wash in their sink or their bathtub Um, We have a couple of caregivers in very rural parts of our service area that have a creek out back, and that's how they rinse them out and line dry them. And and so there are ways, even if you don't have in-home laundry, and we would be happy to, you know, help anybody. We we don't just hand over cloth diapers. If you want more information about it, have questions, we serve as a support in getting them set up with that.
1: Absolutely. And so again, we have one of our RISE members who has worked with you, who yes. has learned how to use them, um, and that, that uh, as a young mother, mm-hmm. having you guys to walk along with her, encourage her, provide her the resources and the education, right. um, it's not like this thing that we just, you know, know how to do, especially now when it's not that common. So we don't have the, um, like the mirroring behavior. Right. Because we didn't have a mentor who we saw do it, right? And so, you know, five percent of the population—that um, education and that awareness—can really help increase the number of individuals who are willing does. to try that. Yeah, and does. then you can also do it. And when you're concerned about potentially you're going to be in a long stay or, or you're going to be somewhere where you're changing a diaper, then you have a backup supply of disposables when when you need to go um, or be on the go. So. Yeah, we have families that will do both cloth and disposable.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, if they're traveling, maybe disposable is easier. Right. They can just change them on the road, and, and then any other time when they're at home or the babysitter or wherever, cloth. So it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Yeah. Every little bit helps financially and environmentally. So
1: Yeah, wonderful. So um, the name is Deborah Bank of the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. So, based on the name, I would assume you only provide diapers. Sure. Now, you guys do more than that, correct? We do. All right. What else does Diaper Bank of the Ozarks provide our community? So, Diaper banks, of course, is our primary. Um, If
2: we have baby wipes available, adult incontinence supplies, um, it's really exciting. This year, we will be launching the Ozarks Alliance for Period Supplies. So, we will be providing period supplies through our partner agencies, So two in five women don't have access to period supplies and so they will miss school or work simply because they don't have that resource. And so we're super excited to launch that program.
1: That's amazing, because it is, you know, we're again talking about, um, you know, a lot of this conversation is probably about a mother who's gonna make the choice to use cloth diapers. And then we forget about the needs of the mother as well. Um, And that expense then is years and years and doesn't go away uh, soon enough. So with that, um, being able to add feminine products, that has been one thing that we often um, supply in the small resource closet that we keep right. for our families. Because again, um, such a necessary expense or such a, a need um, and an expense that again, a woman's having to choose the gas money or you know, being able to buy product. Um, so or, that's a huge addition.
2: And a lot of mothers. So we participated in an economic impact survey through the National Diaper Bank Network last year. And so we got to talk to lots of caregivers. And a lot of our moms were choosing between diapers and their own period supplies. And so they want to meet the need of their yeah. child prior to their own need. Because that's what caregivers do, yeah. right? Um, and so that was just very enlightening,
1: very eye-opening. Right. Oh, that's a great addition, and we're really excited. I believe we've got an event coming up where we're trying to collect product, Mm -hmm. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about um, how can individuals get involved. So first, we talked about diapers. Um, You mentioned that you rely on the community to donate those. How and where can someone donate diapers?
2: So they can donate at the Crosslines Community Resource Center at 615 North Glenstone, anytime between 8 and 4, Monday through Friday. Um, diapers, wipes, and now in products. Period supplies is kind of what we're really pushing. You know, if you as an individual, your family, an organization, business wants to do a period supply drive to help us get that program launched, that's definitely a need. Um, adult incontinence supplies, especially the larger sizes. You know, there is no government funding for any of those basic Mm -hmm. needs items. Um, Some exciting news, though, yesterday Kelly... Kelly Paparella and I, the other Kelly, Kelly at Kelly. the Labor Bank. It's easy. If you don't know
1: who to call, just call, just Kelly. call Kelly. They'll
2: answer. Um, we were able to submit testimony um, on three bills going through hearing. To two of them, were to exclude sales tax from diapers and period supplies. Oh, that would be great. And one of them was to decrease it to the rate of food. Right now, they're taxed at a luxury rate, so the same as beer, jewelry, and clothing. Those are not luxury items, those are basic needs. And so our update that we received unofficially was that it probably wouldn't be exempted, but it would decrease to the food food tax rate, which is a win. It's a step closer. Man, it's a win. That is a
1: a form of awareness that I, it is. I'm floored. Like yes. I am I'm shocked. I had no idea. Yeah. So if you want to be involved, if advocacy, you want to, is, also advocacy is huge. <laughs> Contact your legislator. Oh my goodness. Yes. yes. So for sure, if there is opportunity as this moves forward mm-hmm. for our readers and viewers to advocate, yes. if there's a person to call or whatever, let us know. We would love to share that and partner with you on advocacy because there is no way that these type of products for, a, for an infant to be safe and dry how in the world did that ever become a luxury? I, I have no That's idea. A, that is a whole nother podcast that conversation. Is another. <laughs> wow. I might be a little fired up right now. Uh, so uh, one way then is to donate product, do drives, right. just drop them up, off if they can. Yes. Um,
2: what about volunteerism? Absolutely. So we, we repackage all of our diapers in the uniform packages um, and so we rely heavily on volunteers to do that. So we can host an individual. We can host groups up to 20 or 30. And so that is that is an opportunity that's always needing volunteers.
1: Wonderful. So is that something they need to come to a specific location? Or is it possible that I could do like an event with my staff and you would drop off drop product my at my
2: place and we can wrap them? We have done some remote ones. It takes a little more work. But um, I... Did a remote one in Orinogo, which is north of Joplin, a few weeks ago, and so that was fun. Um, but yes, we can do remote, or they can come to our facility. Everything's there and ready to go.
1: And awesome. I'm immediately thinking the sweat labor of my Missouri State students. Absolutely. I mean, we call it volunteerism but yes. um, a group of them together learning these types of things right. because they're on that cusp of or some of them already are parents right. and to just understand some of this information it might be a great uh, social work experiment with some students we have
2: had several MSU nursing students and so it's been very eye-opening for them in healthcare, yeah. the health impact that diaper need has on families and then how that translates into other
1: areas of life absolutely so, so then let's talk about the last part. We've talked about donating items. We've talked about volunteerism. Mm-hmm. What if I just want to, I, I'm busy and I'm maybe, I can't be quite as engaged, um, but this is something that I really feel, you know, driven to be a part of. How can I donate money to this project? You can totally donate money, which is
2: beneficial because we have, vendor relationships that we have more buying power so
1: that's- so it would be better for me to donate if i was going to go to target or walmart mm-hmm. and buy diapers right, right. i'm going to buy at a luxury taxed cost yes um and a higher it, per diaper cost so it would actually be more beneficial instead of me buying diapers for you to donate that same amount of money and let you buy more diapers at, at a lower cost free rate yes yes Wonderful Absolutely. news for individuals who so were thinking, oh, when I'm at the store, I'm going to go buy them. Right. Instead, if I donated money, I could actually spread mm-hmm. that money further. You could
2: probably double your impact.
1: All right. So if individuals want to donate mm-hmm. money, yep. how
2: do they find you? So on our website at Diaper Bank of the Ozark, so we're on now Council of Churches. So we, we didn't talk about that. Yes. Effective January 1. Um, prior to that we had been our own 501c3 organization January 1 we merged with Council of Churches which is just a larger nonprofit here and we've talked about how important collaboration is you know it gave us greater sustainability and then it will lead to greater impact throughout the Ozarks absolutely and so we are now on their go through their website the CC Ozarks diaper bank website and there are ways to donate there wonderful mail us a check it,
1: Absolutely. Cash, whatever you want to do. <laughs> uh, trade them some Bitcoin, whatever it might be, right? Sure. We'll take it. <laughs> um, so what we'll do then is we'll make sure that um, everything that we put, we include uh, your information. Uh-huh. So individuals who are interested in that, um, if you are considering donating and you're concerned that this is a collaboration and who should I donate to, Drew Lewis Foundation directly benefits from anyone who is donating to the Diaper Bank yes. of the Ozarks. Um, so, you know, have no qualms about that. We would right. love to see, um, this partnership be able to continue because our community, um, is involved and yeah. engaged in supporting it. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your time it's today. Great. It's been amazing and a little bit enlightening and, um, a little bit agitating. I brought <laughs> some of the information I learned today and I hope it motivates, um, and insights our listeners as well. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for joining us today on Enrichment Today. We look forward to having you uh, on our next episode.
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Enrichment Today podcast. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit our websites enrichmenttoday.org and drewlewis.org. Until next time, remember to break some crayons.